felt like you had this desire to become a better leader, but you just didn't know how to go about it. Like there's a silver bullet out there and if you could just find it, then all of your problems would be solved. Yeah, I've been there. And while I don't have a silver bullet, I do have the next best thing. Hey, hey, I'm Kelsey Taylor with The Working Enneagram, and this channel is all about helping you become the best leader possible by using the wisdom of the Enneagram. We do videos like this where we talk about how to use the Enneagram at work, so if you're interested in that, be sure to subscribe. In this video, I'm going to give you five ways that you can use the Enneagram to grow professionally. And if you're new to the Enneagram, it's an ancient personality typing system that teaches nine ways of seeing and nine ways of being in the world. It's an extremely helpful tool for self-awareness and empathy. And I want you to think of it as like a compass that is guiding you through this rocky terrain that we call life. I'm about to share the five different ways we use the Enneagram in the workplace. But before we jump into that, it would be super helpful if you already knew your Enneagram type. If you know your type, that's great. Keep watching. If you don't know your type, I encourage you to pause this video, click the link in the description for a free Enneagram assessment. And once you've completed that assessment, come back here and keep watching. The first way to use the Enneagram at work is to understand team dynamics. To do that, you'll eventually need to identify the Enneagram types of the people that you work with. And learning their types is going to give you insights into why they do the things that they do. For example, if you check in every day on an Enneagram 5 who values autonomy and privacy, that's going to feel like micromanagement to them. However, if you don't regularly check in with an Enneagram 2 who values connection and relationships, that's going to feel like avoidance to them. So as you begin to learn the Enneagram types of the people that you work with, you can take a more strategic approach to enhance collaboration and productivity. Once you know the strengths of each Enneagram type, you can use that information when delegating projects, tasks, or putting teams together. And you may be thinking at this point, Kelsey, how in the world am I supposed to know the Enneagram types of the people that I work with? And that's a great question. And I promise you, it does not have to be overwhelming. Here are three simple ways that you can find out the Enneagram types of other people. First, you can ask. The Enneagram is very trendy and it has been for the past couple of years. So odds are people around you might already be familiar with the Enneagram and they might already know their type. If they don't know, have them take a free assessment. This is one of my absolute favorite things to do because I love learning other Enneagram types of the people that I either meet in the grocery store or that I work with. It's fun all around, but the best part is getting excited about their results. And the third way to learn the Enneagram types of the people that you work with is to consider investing in an Enneagram workshop. The Enneagram workshops that I offer qualify as staff development, and they can even be a super fun lunch and learn opportunity. So for more information on that, be sure to click the Enneagram workshop link that I put in the description. Now, once you know the different Enneagram types of your team, you can take that strategic approach to playing to their strengths. Again, that's the first way to use the Enneagram at work. The second way is to improve communication. So depending on your Enneagram type, you may prefer a more direct, more concise communication style like the Enneagram 8 while others may appreciate more collaborative and a, a more relationship-focused approach, like the Enneagram 6. If you're curious about what your communication style is based on your Enneagram type, or even if you consistently wonder why sometimes you have conversations that are just frustrating or that leave you feeling misunderstood, I promise you the secret lies in your Enneagram type. 
And I've included a link in the description to a free Enneagram communication guide that can help unlock that secret. Let me show you what I'm talking about. Since I'm an Enneagram one, I'm going to share what this guide covers specifically for Enneagram ones. The first thing that I learn is my communication style. It says precise, organized, logical, love that. It also says type ones seek accuracy and clarity. Okay, this is so true for me because I ask my boss probably ad nauseum on a daily basis, hey, is this accurate? Or I'll say something like, I'm about to send an email and I just wanna make sure what I'm communicating is true and honest and correct. Would you review it for me, please? So this is so true for me. Now, the second thing I'm gonna learn with this is a description on healthy communication as a one and unhealthy communication. So let's see what it says. Type ones are honest, fair, poised, polite, and sincere when they are healthy. I love all of those. When they're unhealthy, they speak in a teaching, correcting, and judgmental way, becoming easily irritated and opinionated. Okay, that stings a little bit. I wrote this and I'm actually offended by what I said. So I wanna take a quick note on if you get offended by something that you read. The Enneagram is never, never, never meant to shame you. It is only ever meant to help you grow in empathy and self-awareness. Sometimes self-awareness is a little bit painful. There's some truth to our personality, some things about our personality that we may not like. Uh, but I don't want you to shy away from that. In fact, I want you to do the opposite. Lean into it. Get curious and be compassionate with yourself. Ask the question, why did that offend me? And once you find the answer, wrestle with that, sit with it, and then ask another question. Now that I know what I know, is there something that I'd like to do different? Or is there something that I'd like to change? And that, my friend, is the beauty of the Enneagram. It helps us grow in self-awareness and in empathy, but it also gives us a really helpful way of understanding how we can improve and accept and embrace ourselves, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, now back to the guide. The final section here gives three tips for improving your communication. And if you wanna know what those are, I've put a link to this guide in the description for you to download. And my hope is that is a very helpful and valuable resource for you. The third way to use the Enneagram in the workplace is for conflict resolution. When you understand the core motivation of each Enneagram type, you can use that information to consider the needs and the perspectives of others when that conflict arises. For example, Jacob is an Enneagram 3 and Caleb's an Enneagram 1. Caleb gets frustrated with Jacob because he seems to cut corners and he doesn't follow the company rules correctly. And Jacob gets frustrated with Caleb for being a little too rigid and always obsessed with the rules. This is a common tension between ones and threes. Without understanding the Enneagram, Kayla tends to think that Jacob should be more like her. And Jacob thinks Caleb should be more like him. With the Enneagram, Kayla is able to understand that threes really care about efficiency. And that doesn't make Jacob irresponsible. And Jacob is able to understand that ones care about being morally above reproach. And that doesn't make Kayla rigid. So when conflicts arise, think about applying Enneagram principles to resolve the conflict by considering the needs and perspectives of the other personality type involved. Now, Let's move on to the fourth way you can use the Enneagram in the workplace, which is all about leadership development. Each Enneagram type has its own gifts when it comes to leadership. And once you know your strengths, you can double down on those to get better results. Once you know your weaknesses, 
you can surround yourself with other people who can fill those gaps. For example, Daniel is an Enneagram 8. His leadership strengths include taking risks, being decisive, and protecting the team. But at times, Daniel takes on a little bit more work than the company can handle, leading to burnout. That's why Brad, an Enneagram 6, is a great addition to the team. Brad is collaborative, perceptive, and supportive. He can establish a healthy system that supports Daniel's ambitious goals while also considering the team's energy capacity. As a result, the team experiences less burnout. It's important to note that different team members may respond differently to leadership styles. So I want you to adjust your approach based on the Enneagram types of the people that you lead. And the fifth way to use the Enneagram in the workplace is for employee development. This may come as a surprise to you, but not everybody is motivated by the same things. Some people like opportunities to advance in their careers, while others want more vacation time. Some people want to earn more money and they want to work more, while other people want to work less. It's so important to understand what actually motivates your team, as well as the why behind that motivation. For example, Rachel, who is a four on the Enneagram, really loves the flexibility to work in her own style, and she uses non-typical methods that genuinely work for her. The best kind of training and development programs for Rachel would have to be something that inspires her work. Now, on the other hand, Nick, who is a seven on the Enneagram, is completely motivated by all these endless and limitless possibilities at work. And the best kind of professional development for him needs to include some element of fun or a challenge like a game. Otherwise, he is out. So there you have it. Here's a quick recap of the five ways to use the Enneagram at work. First, understanding team dynamics. Second, improving communication. Third, mitigating and resolving conflict. Fourth, improving leadership. And then fifth, employee development. And when you take personality motivations into consideration, it's going to enhance job satisfaction, overall engagement, and increases team unity. If you found this video helpful, please, please don't forget to subscribe and check out these other two videos for more information on the different Enneagram types and the core motivation for each type. That's the best I have for you today. I'll see you in the next video.